Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. We're glad you can join us, but before we get into the word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done in our lives, Lord. And we just thank you that you continue to give us your word, Lord, so that way we can study out how you act, Lord, and that you just speak to us directly, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit that you've given us, Lord, that he directs and guides our every step, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you give him to everyone. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you back with us as we continue our study on the Lord's house. And we are continuing in our discussion of creation and how it pertains to the Lord's house. So, could I get a volunteer to read Genesis chapter 1 through Genesis chapter 2, verse 4? I will. And, and for the listeners, forgive me for yesterday. I I cut off a, one of the days of creation. So we, we stopped at the end of Genesis chapter 1. And we're going to remedy that today. So you're going to read Promise? Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. Go ahead. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and the darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So, so the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be ferment in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the ferment, and divided the waters which were under the ferment, from the wires which were above the ferment, and it was so. And God called the ferment heaven. And sorry. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then Jesus said, Let wait, sorry, then God said let the earth bring forth grass and the herd that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and also. And the earth brought forth grass and the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of heavens to divide the day from the night, and let there be, let them be for signs and season, seasons, and for days and years. And let them be lights in, in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. 
and God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of heavens. So God created... So God created great sea creatures and every little thing that moves, with which the waters abound, according to the kind of every winged bird according to its kind. And God said that was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the, and let the birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast on, of earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that was good. Then God said, Let us make men in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattles, cattle over all the earth and over every creeping, creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God he created him. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every little living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herd that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth. And every tree which fruit yields seed, to you shall be, to you it shall be for food. Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, is which there is life. I have given every green herb for food, and also, then God said, er, saw everything that you made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth and all. And all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because in it, he rested from all his, all his work which God had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord made the earth, earth and heavens. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, uh, some of you may be asking why we're going over creation when we're discussing the Lord's house. Well, right? specifically the temple. And, and the temple, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in discussing creation, and this is the, the point and purpose why, right? The Lord told Moses to make everything according to the pattern, right? So, if, they're, if he's telling him to make everything according to the pattern, then that means that there was the original pattern, how the Lord originally designed things to be, which was before he gave it to Moses. Right? Yes. And then David even says this, right? The Lord made me by writing understand all the, the plans or the pattern for his house a house that he had not yet built so if we look at that there's only two places 
that David could have understood the pattern from. And, and of course, yes, the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to him. But there's only two places in the text that were available to him where he could have understood this. The first being creation, and the second being the tent of meeting and the design for the tent of meeting given to Moses, right? The tabernacle. So we were being led to go in the proper order because when we look at this, right, in creation, and especially when we get to discussing the Garden of Eden, right? That yes. was, that is paradise. That's how the Lord designed it. It's also a place where clearly he dwelt with men. And isn't that the point and purpose of the house of the Lord, the temple? It was yes. ultimately to dwell with men in that place. And if we look at scripture, we also see how it was about remaining, right? Yes. You, you, if the Father is glorified by this, that we would bear much fruit and that our fruit would remain. Mm. Not about going in and out, right? But by yes. remaining there with him. Yes, there's work to do, absolutely, for the kingdom. And we're going to get into to that as we go through in the tent of meeting and in the, the temple. And even here in the garden, there was work to be done in the Lord, to minister to the Lord, right? To tend and to keep, whether it was Adam and Eve, or Adam and woman, Eve under the curse, right? Or the priests, right? They had various roles. They had responsibilities that, that they were to do, which was tending and keeping the house of the Lord. It's no different for us today. But ultimately, the, the house of the Lord is the dwelling place of the Lord. So when we look at the original design, it's important because the Lord did dwell there. It talks about how Adam and woman walked with the Lord in the cool of the day. Right? Yes. Same things that we, we have discussed now, today. Um, or I'll say in these latter days, right? How the Lord's speaking and ministering to, to us. He's teaching us all things. This, this matters to, well, I'll say to us, right? Yes. And again, let's look at, especially if we look at creation and the Garden of Eden in the context, right, of Scripture. It says he's making a house, unless the Lord builds a, builds a house, I'll say this first. Unless the Lord builds a house, those that labor, labor in vain, right? Mm. That's Zechariah. Yes. But also, searching even Abraham was searching for a house in a, in a holy city not made by human hands. Whose builder and maker is God. Who Exactly. Whose builder and maker is God, right? Well, John, um, I think you, you, you jumped into this, um, um, we'll call it series. Yes. Um, you brought us into Ezekiel 43, 12, right? This is the law yes. of the temple, mm -hmm. right? Um and it's and being the top of the mountain. But earlier in that same area, I was just looking because I was trying to remember where it was. I was like, oh, it's right there where we were already at, <laughs> which is um, uh, Ezekiel's being shown exactly. the temple. Yes. And so um, 
I don't know how clear that is there, and I don't want to get hung up in doctrine of that, but it seems okay. to me he was showing him the temple in heaven, not the, the not a copy of the temple, and he was showing the measurements and all that was there. Hmm. So it would be, and this is where we have to be careful, but it would be reasonable to assume that it could have been easy for uh, God to have shown Moses and or David that as well too. Absolutely. Just because we don't have a yep. record of it. But we know it existed and we know that God showed it to mm-hmm. prophets at times for different purposes. So yes. it's at least a confirmation that it's there. And that was the original pattern it's being pulled from. As you're talking about patterns, of course, the original okay. pattern was the first day of creation as it all came into being. But yes. there's always the patterns and there's always been the originals. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the earth is the original pattern is what I want to get at, right? Um Isaiah forty five twelve says it this way, right? It's I who made the earth and created man upon it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens, and I ordained all their host. Right? Don't we see the same thing here in Genesis two, verse three? God it says, Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all the work which God had, and it says created and made so there there's two he spoke it right and clearly we were just well i'll say it clearly in ezekiel we ended talking about the law of the temple by asking a couple questions and one of those is what makes something holy right Mm -hmm. and and the first thing was the lord spoke it he said it was holy. And he said it was holy. Why? Because his presence was there. Wherever the presence of the Lord is, it's holy. And he typically states that, right? So yes, we just... And it's for a purpose as well, right? I'll say that. Because as we look at creation and the original design that the Lord had, it was for a purpose, even the the house of the Lord, the, whether it's here in in the temple, or I'll say here in creation and in the Garden of Eden, whether it's the tent of meeting, or whether it's either of the, the two temples, and we are going to get into all those things, there is a purpose for it. It is there to show us many things about the Lord. That's why there's so such exacting details, Right? Yes. But what do we have here every day? The Lord declares the thing, right? And creates it. And then what does he say? It It is is good. It is good. Or it is suitable for its purpose. The purpose which he created it. Right? Yes. Which is also why in Jeremiah it says, I know the plans I have for you. Right? Plans to give you a future and a hope. Not for calamity, but to give you a future and a hope. So, the Lord had already designed all this through wisdom from the beginning. It's up, I'll say it's for us to seek Him to understand what He's doing. All right? Yes. So, so I just want to, ta- to kind of bridge these things together. We were talking about the temple of the Lord and, and the law of the temple. But now here we are in creation. 
what is the Lord doing? What's the plan and the purpose for this? And we're not going to reveal all of it while we're talking about creation, because just like now, there's there's some other, um, as we talk about the tent of meeting and we talk about the temple, there are some some gaps, if you will, that we're going to connect and bridge for you, but we've got to see and recognize a few things in this. The first thing I want everyone to recognize is, right, just like with the with all the different places, it wasn't just one place. The Lord stated it was holy. He stated his creation was good. He made it, right? He created and made it. And and that matters. And there was a point and a purpose. And we started going over part of it yesterday with what you were sharing with Charles. And and you, honey, honey. Um, how in between verses 1 and 2, clearly there was something that happened. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you can look at a, a few different scriptures for that. Um, one is Jeremiah 4. I'll say 23 through 26. Are you going to read that to us? I I will, yes. I just want to give people a few seconds to get there. All right. It says, I beheld the earth, and indeed it was without form and void, and the heavens they had no light. I beheld the mountains, and indeed they trembled. And all the hills moved back and forth, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I beheld, and indeed the fruitful land was a wilderness. All the cities were broken down at the presence of the Lord by his fierce anger. So, so a couple things. Uh, there's one more scripture, and that's in Second Peter 3, 5 through 7, right? And in this it says, For this they willfully forget, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of water and in the water. By the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. That's talking about the flood with Noah. But the heavens and the earth which are now preserved by the same word are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. So, we have to look at a why. What was the point and purpose of creation? And clearly, by looking at this, there was a need, there was a reason. And we can look at what had already happened, what had already taken place, right? And what already took place was, and you'll find this in scripture, where Satan or Lucifer tried to ascend and take the throne, right? Yes, to replace God. In in an attempt to replace God. In an attempt to replace God. And he took one-third of the angels with him. All right? Yes. Yes. So, yes, the Lord already created the heavens. He was already existed, All right? There are angels, there are cherubim, seraphim. 
that already existed. He had already created those things. Mm-hmm. We existed. And you can find that in Jeremiah, right? He says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And then he says, and I appointed you, right? Denoting yes. a calling, right? And a choosing yes. as a prophet for a reason, right? Yes. So, but he already knew him, which, which also denotes that we already existed, right? So we, yes. have, to, we have to look at those things. And... Then he created the heavens and the earth. Right? Then those things happen. Why? Because evil also existed. And what is the point and purpose of the temple? Is to be close to God, right? Yes. That he lives and dwells with us, to be in his presence. And if we look at the steps through the temple, and this, I'll, I'll give you kind of a the Cliff Notes version of where we're going to go and discuss, there's a, it's a process, if you will, of entering or re-entering from this fallen state, right? Mm-hmm. The yes. sinful state that we're, we're going to read here in, in, well, chapter two and three of Genesis, right? Really chapter yes. three, but, right, so there's a couple things that we have to understand, so we're going to get to that. But the fall of man, right? And how he already had purposed a way back to him. To be back in his presence. Right? Yes. Entering in and going through the, the steps, if you will, to get back into his presence without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Right? Yes. Yes. Even the high priests had to be without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Without sin. Purified by the Lord. Now, these other things, and they are types and shadows of what the Lord was ultimately doing. Right? But we have to see, recognize the bigger plan of what the Lord intended and purposed for this from the beginning. Okay? When he created everything, he said it was good. It was suitable for its purpose. Just like it, just like in the temple, just like, right? We corrupted or defiled ourselves and his creation. So John, we were we were talking offline. I told you over the last week. I've been kind of in Genesis 1. Okay. And you said, "Well, that that's going to tie in, Dean." Absolutely. Well, you just created the segue. So let me bring that Please do, brother. <clears throat> it would be easy for us to ponder those things. Well, why would God do this? Right? Why would God create Lucifer knowing that he would do this? Why would God create man knowing that he would sin, that he would have to cast him out of the garden? Because if God is who he says he is, then he knew all this was going to happen, which mm-hmm. I believe he did. Absolutely. And, and, and I believe he's bigger than me to know that. Mm-hmm. And so I think the... The, uh, the Reader's Digest version, as we say, um, for our listeners as to something that I was contemplating over the last week, and that is that um, as a result of Adam and Eve's sin, 
choosing to experience the knowledge of good and evil, they brought knowledge that we were in a perfect way mm-hmm. would never intended to possess. We should have remained in the state of cho- choosing God's all the knowledge we need. We don't need a knowledge of good and evil. So we, we have to remove those questions from our mind and jump back into right where you were when I kind of jumped in on your line, and that is God is good. There's, there's no other way to process it. So when, you, when we contemplate questions outside of that, we're contemplating the wrong questions. Yes. God, what we should say is, God, show me how what I'm thinking is wrong by your Holy Spirit in me, illuminate what needs to be removed, and share with me what I need to know, and let me accept the rest by faith because I know you are who you say you are. Mm-hmm. And that is good. Amen. It is perfect. He is good. And that is his creation. His creation is perfect. And then uh, we talked about Genesis chapter 2, verse 3, right? God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because then he rested from all his work. All the work. That's all the creation. That's you, me, everything. That means he won't hang out in the garden that day with Adam and Eve. Well, he might have been. But, but he wasn't working. He wasn't working. He wasn't working. He was just enjoying his creation because it was good. It was perfect. It was suitable for its purpose. We need to come in alignment with his purpose and his way of thinking. Yes, we need to adjust our thinking. Amen. <laughs> right? His way is perfect. Our way especially apart from him, is flawed. Even our way in him, right? If it's not perfectly aligned with his perfect will, is flawed. Amen. Jesus, I won't say he didn't think for himself, but he said, I don't say or do anything unless the Father does it. There was that level of trust, right? Jesus clearly didn't live as in the garden. Like, because he clearly, I'll say, he wasn't in the garden in the physical flesh as man. Mm-hmm. Right? Clearly, we see him in the garden. We just talked about that mm-hmm. here in the first episode, talking about in the beginning and creation. But there's the, the bigger aspect of he trusted and depended on the Lord, and regardless of the time or the day or the, um, the period in history with which he came to earth, mm-hmm. he still lived as he was in the garden, full trust, dependence on the Lord for everything because the Lord had already created it and he already provided it and through and he built it through wisdom through his wisdom not our wisdom he created and made it so why would we do anything outside of him but it clearly happened right and that uh, that was part of the reason for the creation he had already worked and thought out and planned the way back to him and in his presence and ultimately when we get to revelation the way to re-enter the heavenly community our salvation or eternal life eternity with him does everybody get that Yes. Yes. Is there any questions on that? Because I know it's a lot. I don't know. We read the scripture and we kind of really, we talked about it, but not, it was more of an overview. But um, I think it's important that we all understand that. And it also gives us, I'll say, a little insight to 
to ultimately where we're going. Ultimately, the point and purpose of this is to be in his presence. And not just now and here on this earth, right? In creation, though, and in the Garden of Eden, was heaven on earth. It's in the presence of the Lord. It's in his house that he designed and he built. doesn't look like a building. It's not a building made with human hands. But it's how he designed it. And we'll see some more of that as we continue to get into um, the, the next couple of chapters in Genesis. Amen? Amen. All right, well, let's pause there for today. Unless anyone had something pressing that, that they are being led to share. All right. Well, we're going to stop there for today, and we'll resume it here in the next episode. All right? Okay. Well, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for your redemptive work on the cross, Lord, and that you sent your only begotten son to shed his blood for the remission of our sins, Lord, so that we can come back and be in right standing with you, Lord. And we just thank you for... The, th the tools that you've equipped us with, Lord, that help us along the way to get your will done in the earth, Lord. And we just thank you for allowing us to be those vessels and those ambassadors in your name, God, that we can be the doorway and the entry points for your will and for your desire to be fulfilled in the earth, Lord. And we just thank you for being in, tr in control, Lord, and that you watch over all that is happening in the heavens, Lord, and in the earth, Lord, and below the earth, Lord, that there's not a place where your eyes don't see God, and that you're always with us, Lord, that you're always our shield and our buckler, Lord, when we put our trust in you, God, and we just thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love, Lord, that never fails, Lord, that doesn't pass away, Lord, that is for tomorrow, the day after, and forever, God, and that's something that we can depend on, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.